welcome back to the Tune Lighting Podcast. It's that podcast where we're trying to write and record a entire studio album in just one year. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by co-host, bandmate Jack. How are you doing? I'm pretty well. How are you? I'm good. I'm starting to get very nervous about uh, the, the, the clock. Is It seems to be ticking faster than ever. And just typically, I seem to be getting really busy with work uh, and stuff just as it's coming up to our album deadline. It's yeah. very inconsiderate of them. But I think maybe they thought I need to test this tune lighting theory to the max. You know, can it be done? Um, so they've decided to crank up the workload for the last month, which is. Do you think that's what helpful. it is? Yeah, I think they're. <laughs> my work. I shouldn't have told them. Shouldn't have told them <laughs> I was doing the album. My work's kind of the same. It feels like I'm being punished for going easy on the first few months. It's like, well, you've you've had you've had a year to do it. Yeah, or if they're just thinking, we don't want him to get bored in lockdown and uh, with nothing going on, we'll give him lots more work to do. But really, we've got plenty to do. Got plenty, yeah. <laughs> so it's... Uh, I think speaking, yeah, to Joel in the in the last episode, um, and him him actually putting stuff out there, uh, it's given me an extra uh, boost of enthusiasm. It, it can be done, but it also made me feel like uh, no excuses, no more excuses anymore. Um, because I don't have any children to get in the way. Not that they get in the way, but um, it, it was it was a leveler speaking to to Joel in the last episode, and and uh, yeah, hearing he's actually started releasing some songs. So yeah, no more excuses. Uh, I, I say after already making an excuse at the start of the episode. <laughs> yeah, no more excuses after that. No more excuses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, so you you think we're gonna make it? You think we're uh, it's it's going to be close i think we've, we've uh we're getting there i think we had a, a band meeting uh you know, yesterday uh to just run through what what work still needs to be done on the remaining tracks and i'll be honest i was apprehensive going into the meeting i but i think it was good we managed to put a few songs into the no pile that were in the maybe pile uh we just made some brutal decisions we've picked our final 12 which may come down to to less in the end yeah but it feels good to to round it down to the actual i mean we probably people will be listening thinking well they've only just decided which tracks they're going to be on the album now with two months left to go but yeah that was the reality well, you're wrong dear listener because we haven't decided yet <laughs> we, we still haven't still decided but we're getting closer we are getting closer we've got like you say about a dozen now that we're gonna keep working on and uh you will have heard probably most of them in some form or another if you've been listening to every episode in various clips we've played or little um case studies we've done um and yeah i think like all good thrillers it's this one's going to the wire i don't think we'll be sitting with our feet up with two weeks to spare i think we're going right down to the last day um but i think it can be done we made made some good progress i mean we have it started a slow progress in our meeting. We were working very <laughs> forensically on one song and suddenly yeah, hours had passed. And uh... <laughs> Very specific. Like, is this very specific synth tone or this very specific string sound the exact one we want? And then Getting proper into the details. 
that was probably in in hindsight something we should be doing right at the end but um yeah it's tricky it's hard because we want to get through the final it's the final five percent of the creative stuff isn't it final five or ten percent of the creative stuff we've got left these little bits of a synth here a bit of uh some guitar that there or re-record a bit of guitar that we're not happy with that's taking oh yeah we've got structures and, and lyrics and everything now it's just those final bits of the creative stuff that we want to get out of the way before we bounce everything and start getting into the mixing chamber yeah <laughs> so, so that, that is what we're doing now we're trying to separate the two we're trying to use um a bit of advice for which various people have given think, us yeah we've of, got the advice several times now so it yeah, must be good advice of, uh, of drawing a line under the creative bouncing the tracks so that you can change them but it's harder to change them the idea being that yeah you don't change them you just mix them and so that's i want what to be fairly to strict with that but i think the reality is we, there may be some little bits we, we end up adding in because of various mixing decisions that are yeah, made of course. but yeah the reality we're going to try and be strict with ourselves because that's what again the advice has been is try and separate that creative process from the from the mixing process so we'll try our best <laughs> but obviously the most important question jack that i think we should address in this episode is uh, you know much more important than finishing the actual songs and getting some decent songs on the album is uh what are we going to call the album <laughs> i think that's uh, that's something we should talk about um this definitely isn't resistance this definitely isn't me putting off uh, another evening of uh, of mixing I, I i think this is very very important it's hugely important <laughs> uh, so yeah we're going to talk about that today um I th- it'll be a bit like one of our, our earlier episodes where we don't talk very specifically about what we're doing. We just have a general chit chat about what other famous artists have done before us and see if we can take inspiration from that. Agreed. And I think in the next episode, we'll bring everything back down to reality. Maybe we'll get into now we've started mixing. We'll get We'll do some technical talk and uh, bore everyone to death. But I thought we'd keep it a bit lighthearted. Uh, <laughs> this week with uh, with talking about album names because you know just like with the band names episode these are these are important questions to answer indeed i mean should i start by saying i feel like we have pos- potentially chosen an album name now a big development in the past couple of weeks we haven't confirmed yeah. anything but i i think we might have um We've, I think we might. I don't think we should. We should reveal it yet. No. We'll keep some mystery. But we, I think, it all came from us discussing one way or another. I guess when you're writing music and you've got a, it, it, over a shortish period of time, there's a theme will develop. And we talked about concept albums, and we didn't know what would this be a concept album. Not not so sure. <laughs> First album should be a concept album. So we aired away from that. But the reality is that a concept tends to form because you tend to write about similar themes or or that tends to be what's on your mind so through that we have ended up with some kind of themes running through the album and i guess that has led us to towards a, some title ideas yeah we've i feel like we've we've kind of got a concept shell a concept skeleton yeah so it's sort yeah. of there are it's more than definitely more than a random collection of songs um but it's not so strict that every single song has to follow a very definite narrative or concept but but we are bringing um, bringing everything together and thinking about where things will go on the album and how they tie together, which is what we always wanted to do. Um, so that's quite exciting. Yeah, and I guess we'll at the end it, it, we'll maybe 
once everything's finished, it'll we'll know more if that title feels right or if it maybe feels a bit too obvious or, or maybe maybe through this finessing everything something will jump out and we'll have a random thought. So you never know. You never know. But I'm fairly happy with the the ideas that we've been batting around. Um so without further ado, let's have a little look at the kinds of ways you can name an album. I guess starting the most obvious, one of the most common is the self-titled album. Naming the album after your band or yeah, person. Yeah, that's, that's fairly common. Yeah. Especially for a first album. Do you think that's just through laziness or is it trend? I think there's a bit of laziness there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it is. The, and I think maybe it's like marketing. I think I feel like pop acts maybe do it slightly more like X, like X Factor winners. I don't have information to back this up, so I could be uh, talking rubbish. <laughs> when but... they get, when they go to the shop, like to get the uh, the posters or the albums printed, and they can save on lettering by save on lettering. Eat. Yeah, I think cost, like Joe Public just sees their name front and center and doesn't have yeah. any other words cluttering it up. Um, so yeah, I yeah, mean, what, so I, I can't even think of any famous examples off the. Oh, there head. are loads. I mean, oh, good. loads and loads. I mean, bands like The Doors, The Smiths, their yeah, debut yeah, albums yeah. were self-titled. Um, I quite like... I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the self-titled necessarily. Uh, it feels, mm. feels a bit lazy. But I don't mind it so much when it's later on in the career and it kind of feels like the band saying, right, yeah. this is our definitive statement, so we're mm. self-titling this one. And again, it definitely makes more sense to me later in the career than at the start. Although I suppose at the start it's like introducing yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a yeah. kind of no-frilled approach. I mean, again, it may just be that later on, once you've done five albums, you run out of inspiration for names. So I think, well, let's cash in our self-titled chip and um, and do that. Are people just assuming that it's self-titled, but actually it's just untitled? Yeah, maybe. I mean, like this, the famous example of the White Album by The Beatles, which is just called the beatles but it's kind of been nicknamed the white album and they've kind of assumed given it a an album name when it's in fact it is called the beatles or perhaps it's not called anything because they've just written the name of a band on there and left the uh, album blank i mean that's that's another common um a popular method of album naming that others have copied now i think weezer have got about six self-titled albums called blue album green album red so, so they, are they called uh did they call them the the blue album the green album? i is think it, is it a case that people have, have called them i that? think yeah i don't know i think the fans definitely do and i think the band probably that's how they refer to them as well because you're not going to just call them weezer 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 <laughs> weezer one weezer yeah. two yeah um you could yeah yeah no i don't know i, I, I think I've, I've i mean who knows how many albums we're going to make i mean hopefully more uh if everything goes to plan but we did set out on this saying like you know we're getting on a bit we just want to make an album and and put it out and i think so you only get we might only get one chance to uh to name an album but does that mean we should just keep it as 
the uh, it's like yeah you could take that either way you could say well that's that means we need to make the most of it and call it something really creative or do we just not risk calling it something that people hate yeah this, is our, really this is our statement <laughs> well yeah. Uh, yeah i mean joel last week was saying he uh, struggled with various artist names band names as it were to call himself and then just settled on the simple um 12 august music yeah yeah it is easy to overthink these things um but as you i'm sure you'll come on to in your further examples there's definitely albums that maybe wouldn't have become so famous or wouldn't have stuck in the minds of people necessarily as much if they didn't have a an interesting or catchy name yeah and i actually think if you look at try and think of the most iconic greatest albums ever and sort of list them how many of those are self-titled yeah probably not, not a lot <laughs> and that's not necessarily because there aren't good self-titled albums it just kind of doesn't make sense to say a band name in when you're listing yeah it's albums yeah. maybe um i do think it's something that yeah it shouldn't be underestimated we kind of made light of the fact that it's a, we're doing an episode on it but i think it, it is an important thing the album title is often the first thing you hear um or read or learn about when it's announced however many months before it comes out maybe you'll get the artwork at the same time maybe a bit later um and yeah it kind of it can inform your um your perspective on the album yeah you've got a lot of creative uh power in the in the in the fact that you've got this uh title it is it is the chance to set up the story yeah the, i mean certainly the listener the you know, it, it's, yeah you can be very exactly. specific or you can be quite broad in how you uh in how you name it i mean that i guess that gives you more of a blank canvas and uh, the listener less to go on hmm yeah so now like talking it through i'm kind of thinking i'm airing away from the self-titled because i think yeah thinking of all my favorite albums and of men yeah ones that stick in my mind or ones that appear in top 100 lists yeah it doesn't tend to be self-titled ones so what are the other options the other <laughs> options um another very basic option which is quite common is just use some kind of numbering system um for instance, Led Zeppelin's first four albums were all numbered. Led Zeppelin 1, Led Zeppelin 2, Led Zeppelin 3. Um, with Portishead's third album was called Third. Block Party's fourth album was called Four. There's loads of examples. And it kind of, it does, again, sort of smack of, I've run out of ideas. What should we call this album? Yeah, um, yeah. Or oh, let's just remind the fans what album we're on. Yeah, we're on album one, listeners. <laughs> yeah, we weren't counting that EP as an album. I know you have been, but we're uh, we're we're starting on that one. This is three. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe a more creative way to do it would just be name it album seventeen or something like that, and start a mad scurry of people on the internet to find our sixteen <laughs> previous lost albums. Yeah, one that always sticks in my mind uh, that popped it, first thing that popped into my head when you mentioned doing an episode on album titles was the Welsh band Goldie Looking Chains oh, yeah. uh, debut album, which they called Greatest Hits. Yeah, which, there you go. Uh, 
yeah that that was because because they were if, for anyone that doesn't know them i mean i don't even know if they're still together anymore but they were a novelty uh rap outfit from wales in the united kingdom um and uh yeah they they called their debut album greatest hits which is uh quite witty i'm sure they're not the only band to do that i bet someone else has done that it seems like a kind of obvious com- comedic album title yeah i uh I I imagine other bands have done similar things, um, but I think I'm the same. That's the first band I remember doing that. So as far as I'm concerned, they <laughs> invented it. So what else? Um, I guess the, the next and maybe most common of all is to name the album after a song on the album. Countless examples of this, famous albums, uh, Thriller by Michael Jackson, The Sound of Silence, um, I heard it through the grapevine, Marvin Gaye, London Calling, Heroes by David Bowie, Pet Sounds, American Idiot. And also, um, when researching this, I realized there's quite a trend for albums being named after a song which is not on the album. So they've kind of written the song, liked the name, and then decided... Hey, the song. Yeah, <laughs> to, actually, the song's not very good or it doesn't fit. And that's happened a few times. Um I think High Voltage by um, ACDC. There is a song High Voltage, but it's not on that album. It was on, it was on the following album. Um, uh, Led Zeppelin again, Houses of the Holy. Quite a famous Led Zeppelin song, but not on the album of the same name. Um, so yeah. I bet that's led to a lot of confused Spotify searches. Uh, yeah, it definitely. And I... I don't know if it's um, how intentional it was just to confuse people. Probably not at all. Probably just because you had more limits and uh, fitting songs onto each side of a vinyl back then. But um, but I think that adds some, adds a bit more intrigue. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and maybe we'll have a song that we're really attached to that for some reason just at the end it gets cut, and we may feel that the sentimental memory of the song yeah. needs to be enshrined. Maybe in we need the, to honor uh, the song the title. <laughs> by not releasing it, but by naming something after it, um, and I guess the sort of twin twin method with that is naming an album not necessarily after a song title, but with but after lyrics within something in the album. Mm, I always like that because it's kind of like a little Easter egg. It is almost. when you when it's you like find a reward it. for yeah for listening to it and the. Uh, and it really, that line always sticks in your mind or it makes you sit up and listen. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes um, I've listened to albums for years and not realised until much later that actually it's named after a lyric. It's just a lyric that's hidden away or I've not paid attention to, like not one of the main um, refrains perhaps. Yeah. Can you think of any examples? I do have some examples. So, well, some, quite a lot of famous ones. Some of the lyrics are more prominent. Um, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, um, I guess, is a fairly prominent line on... I always get this wrong. I think it's on the song Brain Damage or Eclipse. It's, yeah. one, of the la- it's one of the last two songs. Um, and uh, Black Holes and Revelations by Muse... Yeah, 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 interesting one because I think the lead single was called "Supermassive Black Hole," um, but that particular lyric is taken from the song "Starlight." Uh, yeah. A grand don't come for free. We talked about before by the streets. <laughs> it's yep, mentioned on the yep. first track, 
I don't know if uh, if the album was concept and name was thought of before the lyrics of that were written or or vice versa. Um, ne- never mind by Nirvana. Um, cons- consensus seems to be that that was named after uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." So yeah, um, quite a good way to do it. And it's- yeah, I like that. I like I like a little bit of uh, yeah, a bit of a reward. Yeah, being, I haven't know, like a little. I haven't thought of um, now that we've written the majority of lyrics to our album. I haven't. Yeah, no lyric has jumped out. No, it's being like, wow, that would be an album title. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing I can think of off the top of my head. But maybe when I go through the mixing process, there'll be something that there's definitely lines that are, you know we've written that I'm thinking, oh, that's a bit catchy. But that doesn't necessarily yeah, it doesn't mean necessarily it'd be a good translate album title. into album title um, because I guess for an album title, a lot of the time you want to say something about the album. You want to describe what's in the album, either in literal terms, like um, uh, do you remember that Maroon Five album, songs about Jane? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that. Uh, you know, I remember the album being like in record stores everywhere for about a year. Yeah, it was really big album. Yeah, when I, I, I never owned it. Not, not, not alive, all but, the way through. Um, it was called Songs About Jane, and I don't know how much of a concept album it was. I don't think particularly, but that title does kind of group, automatically group all the songs together as mm. potentially being about one person. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. describing the album in some way, either kind of literally like that, or more metaphorically, um, it, I think that's something I something that's quite important. Um, yeah, but there's lots of ways to do it, um, and I think we've we've kind of said from the start is like you, you can overthink these things, and like what would be what's good commercially, what's what do people what do the majority of people think is good, but we have to just go with what we like in our other albums and what we find cool and interesting and chances are if we like it there's going to be other people out there that might also find that that a cool idea i don't know <laughs> yeah you you can uh you can only do what feels right to you yeah exactly exactly um i and- should call it thriller <laughs> <laughs> perfect and yeah i haven't really decided um Obviously, like we said, we've got this potential name, but I haven't, I can't say I've taken the time to think of what kind of name I want, I would want our album to be, uh, whether it's something like simple to the point, one word, or you get yeah, me. There's a lot of one word album titles out there. Like, uh, I was, when I was thinking earlier about like some of the biggest albums I can think of, there's the, some of the biggest ones that came to mind were one, one or two words, very, very short um yeah yeah that's obviously it gives it a sort of um importance i guess but you're kind of this is like naming a person isn't it it's like a (laughs) thing it's naming a maybe we should give it child i can't think of it i'm sure there must be examples of albums which are named with people names steve yeah (laughs) you could just call it like barry thompson or something (laughs) okay I mean, another thing that I used to joke about when I was younger and uh, thinking about what to call an album or to call a band even is to go for something really near the start of the alphabet because, but this isn't probably as applicable anymore, but when you walk into a record store and everything's ordered in, uh, you know, 
in album title name or if people have got their mp3 player and they order they click order songs by album name you're always going to be there at the top so you know something like aardvark or ah uh... <laughs> <laughs> that could be appropriate in many ways that um yeah yeah well actually my my advice there would be don't use a letter use a bit of punctuation uh, because yeah, on my yeah. um music libraries it's always like the brackets that are at the top and then you've got the numbers um although you do get into get into difficulties of finding how do people pronounce it um just a subtle you know subtle comma before the, uh, <laughs> starting before starting a name with a comma i think that would be quite innovative maybe we should do that <laughs> yeah or just a comma just a comma it would seem like a mistake to many people. I think that would be my main issue. <laughs> yeah, <of it. laughs> but, um, you seem to have accidentally highlighted the album name and pressed the comma button while you did that. And then that's that's, that's gone to all the record stores and uh, it's a bit of a nightmare, really. Yeah, then we'll have, we'll have comma the first album and the second album can be... We don't, you don't want the second album to be a full stop. Then, it feels I've, like it's I've, the end. I just realised we're getting dangerously close to Ed Sheeran territory here. Because aren't his albums like plus and divide and... Oh, God, yeah, they are. X yeah, yeah, or multiplier. Yeah, so... But successful albums and, you know, maybe we'll get put next to them in the... Uh, True, and maybe someone shop. will accidentally pick up ours when we're trying to pick up Ed Sheeran. And we'll... <laughs> Hopefully not be disappointed, <laughs> but probably will be. Right, so very short names or possibly one word or symbol names or one option. Um, there's also a proud tradition of very long, extravagant names, um, often from more conceptual albums, but sometimes it's just people trying to be um, different, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I suppose the politest way to put it. Well, you've got I mean, plenty of famous albums to it. You go back all the way to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Mm. Um uh, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars. Um, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water by Limp Biscuit. A cl- absolute classic. A real yeah. classic. Uh, the 1975 do this a lot. Um, yeah. I like it when you sleep because or for you are so <laughs> beautiful and yet so unaware of it. I should have written that down. Um, yeah. They're... Deliberately, um, I would say wordy and t- almost ridiculously wordy titles um are quite popular with some artists yeah for sure uh, yeah that that <laughs> I, f- I forgot the, about a couple of those but yeah you're right it's uh, it's not just a modern thing it's been it's no been a, i think it was, it was quite big while. in proggy times mm. um and i guess yeah some of it's like the ziggy sardis thing i guess that is a kind of concept album that is being described i feel like some bands make no attempt to um tie the title to the album and just deliberately want to make something obscure um and make yeah make the album title something to talk about um which i guess is an option we could take we i mean we used in our old band we we named a song or two just from picking random words um out of a dictionary. I wonder if we could do similar with this. <laughs> maybe, maybe make a long yeah, sentence. Maybe. maybe send a maybe. 
write a word each, send them back and forth and see what we end up with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's worth worth a try. You never know. Uh, again, I do think that's something that maybe you should save for when you've got a bit of clout. Yeah, uh, I guess it's... Are. Yeah, it's you, if people are going to listen to it anyway, <laughs> then maybe you yeah, can get away exactly. with it a bit more. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, those are just some of the ways you can name an album. Um, and I'm, like with anything in music, I am always up for innovative ways of doing it. I'm sure there's like naming conventions that haven't yet been thought of, like the comma, which has now been thought of, if anyone <laughs> Pan wants to buy that idea off us. But... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what we'll end up doing. I feel like it's more likely to be one of the more conventional name it after a song on my album or uh, a lyric on my album or somehow describing what's within. So um, in due course, before you hear the album, we will release the album title that we've gone with, which we have not yet chosen. To finish this, episode um and in keeping with the kind of early tune lighting nature of the subject matter i've decided to bring back the quiz yes <laughs> and um i don't know if I've, i don't feel like we've had any messages recently asking where the quiz has gone <laughs> but um i feel like people do miss them anyway um yeah i'm pretty sure it's been left unsaid yeah. and also in keeping with previous episodes and previous quizzes it's very hard um as in, good. <laughs> like, i don't expect you to know the answers to any of these i'll be impressed if you do but i've made it multiple choice this time oh thank so god i was gonna say easy. is it another one of jack's rounds of it's mainly just interesting facts that you're gonna tell me and yeah. it's disguised as a quiz <laughs> so it sort of is that sort of yeah. well multiple choice you know that's much more I've, much more chance i've tried to wrap up a little bit of trivia in game show format Okay, so the quiz is um, very much like the band name quiz I believe we did way back when, and it's working titles for famous albums or not-so-famous albums. So I'll give you an album title and the band it's by, and then I'll give you multiple-choice options, and you've got to tell me which one was not one of the working titles for that album. So we're going to start with maybe not a classic, but uh, do you remember Hard Fi? <laughs> I do. I don't um, know how many listeners will, but big British indie band who were um, had a few hits with their debut album uh, in the kind of mid noughties Not sure where they are now, but I think they, I'm sure. they might have split up now. Uh, Maybe not. Well. Anyway, they followed it up with an album called Once Upon a Time in the West. However, that was not always going to be the name. Which of these was not considered to be that album's title? Was it Highway to Stains, Bat Out of Stains, or Songs <laughs> in the Key of Stains? Um, <laughs> Needless to say, yeah, I mean, I can, I can from, see they probably they came from Stains. Oh, really? <laughs> in, uh, um, I mean, I, I I like to feel like they they got some they got some advice from someone saying like. You can't put yes, stains in the name of the album. It's just, it's not the most flattering place name. 
uh, it's not going to export well abroad. Yeah, so, imagine uh, that, go for that something else. They, they, they went for the the West is a is a much more um, poetic way of putting it. Um, it's got to be the bow, bow stains. You would think it's got to be that. Yeah, wrong. Highway to stains. I just made that up. The other two were considered. <laughs> wow, I, think I should have called it bow out of stains. Yeah, that would have been good. That's probably why they, you know, I mean, it would have been all uphill from there. We'd be talking about, you know, you know, famous multi-platinum award-winning album, award-winning uh, band Hardfi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who really shot to stardom with their second album, Battle of Stains. That could be where, could be where it went wrong for them. <laughs> start of the decline. Okay, next question. Uh, Nirvana's In Utero. Great album. Was it? No, nope, I'll say that again. Um, it was originally considered to be called two of these three options, but which one was not considered? Was it? I hate myself and I want to die. Radio friendly unit shifter, or verse chorus verse. Um, I feel like the la- I I want the last one to be correct the verse chorus verse but i feel like that's the the silliest of the three um so yeah you're looking for a one that wasn't considered yeah let's go for let's go for that one see no apparently that was considered um right as was i hate myself and i want to die i think they were sort of both kind of sarcastic comments on yeah the way sounded quite nirvana-y yeah i thought that one probably the way nirvana were perceived uh, as same vibe to Radio Friendly Unit Shifter, but that is actually a song on the album. All right, next one um, is Park Life by Blur. It's a famous, iconic album, iconic album title. Um, but I've got four options here of possible names for Park Life. London, Sport, Soft Porn, and Britain versus America. So three of those four were considered. Mm. I think let's say London as a one that wasn't considered. No, that was considered. Um, <laughs> Not doing very well in this quiz it, I mean, again, am I? <laughs> it is uh, it is a hard quiz. Four hard quizzes. Um, London was considered. Sport was considered. Soft porn was considered, and um, Britain versus America was not considered but it was considered for their previous album modern life is rubbish yeah. so they all had they were all um working titles for blur albums so right uh got a couple more left uh question for the beatles revolver gotta have a beatles question in all these quizzes it's um this is part of a contract so three of the four were considered and your options are Abracadabra, Four Sides of the Eternal Triangle, Scrambled Eggs, and After Geography. <laughs> Again, Scrambled Eggs rings a bell, like with the Beatles. And uh, what were the first? Can you just go through the first two again? I'm just going to try and get in your head now and say you. You've been you're, you've been going with the slightly more obscure ones as the wrong answers. So I'm going to go for the four sides of the eternal triangle as the wrong one. 
Uh, I'm afraid that is another incorrect answer. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna get it. Um, I was testing your memory a bit there because scrambled eggs we covered in a previous quiz was the original. Yeah, we did that song yesterday. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but then maybe they maybe they thought, oh, we need to we we need to bring that back. Or <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not being documented, but they did think that. Um, yeah, four sides of the eternal triangle was John Len- John Lennon's uh, idea suggestion. Classic, Ab- of course it was. Abracadabra <laughs> apparently nearly made it until they found it had been used already by someone else. Ringo Starr's offering was after geography, which apparently was um, a little joke on the recent Rolling Stones album called Aftermath. Uh, okay. <laughs> After geography. <laughs> what a joke. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay, so final question. Um I mean they've all been pretty hard, but I'd say this is the hardest of all because the banding question I That's probably the one I get right. Well let's hope so. <laughs> the banding question don't want to get again. No, that would be embarrassing to be honest. Especially at this late stage in the process. It'd be a real blow. Real blow to morale. Exactly. Uh, so it's the Arctic Monkeys, their album Suck It and See. And I, I get the impression that a lot of these suggestions, which presumably they've told to journalists in interviews, were not entirely serious. But this is what they said. Um, your four options are the rain-shaped shimmer trap, the thundersuckle fuzz canyon. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd say I'd say thriller, but I think you're. I think, like you say, if they were just joking around and messing, it may not have been entirely serious. Or like, yeah, we joked around calling our album thriller as a joke. You know, never really going to happen. Um, so I'm going to go for option A, the rain-shaped shimmer trap. Yeah, that one <laughs> is another wrong answer. <laughs> oh, I get. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost a trick oh. question again, in but. Uh, the wrong answer was considered for our album favourite worst nightmare and that was Gordon Brown who I suppose must have been Prime Minister at the time of the UK so there you go what a world we could live in now if we had uh, Bout of Stains and Thriller <laughs> on the Arctic Monkeys indeed how different all our lives may be. So yeah, that's, right. that's all I got. Yeah, thanks for that quiz, Jet. Thanks that was. Uh, thanks for making me feel like shit again. So that is it for another episode of the Tune Lighting Podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, as I said, we'll be back next week with an episode a bit more focused on production. We're well into the mixing phase now, so loads of nerdy and interesting things to dive into on the mixing process and how we're getting on with that as always to anyone that has followed us on social media sent various messages on there or on email as well uh, it means a lot to know that there's people out there listening to our ramblings and uh, following along and yeah do continue to uh, send your messages in and to follow us across all the social media if you don't already and of course do subscribe to the podcast so you get the episodes downloaded automatically so we'll see you in a couple of weeks time for another episode until then let's cue the theme tune